Well, welcome to the Journey Together podcast with Joshua and Anna Gresham. Hey, you guys. We're thrilled that you are joining us today, and we hope that you're having a beautiful day today. It's going to be an amazing day. We are thrilled about the topic that we're going to talk with you guys today. It's titled, I Need a Breakthrough. I do need a breakthrough. I think we have to say it in different tones, because that's how usually you say it. Sometimes it's in a tone of like, I need a breakthrough. And other times it's like, I need a breakthrough. And then it's like... I need a breakthrough. Like, there's so many different ways to say it. I immediately thought of yelling it as <laughs> loud as I could. Well, I was about to the second time. <laughs> I, I reserved because I knew these microphones would, like, peek out and go right. crazy. So I was like, Like, right. typically when I'm thinking, God, I need a breakthrough, it's more like fists are in the air. Kicking. And I'm shouting it out loud. Yeah. Extremely passionate of, <laughs> I really need help and I need a breakthrough. Yeah. And anytime I read about men or women in the word of God that were at a breaking point or needed a breakthrough in their life, uh, I often picture that desperation before the Lord Yeah, of what that looked like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was when our, on our drive here, there's a karate place up the street that just Opened not too long ago. It's a Christian karate place. So on the side of the building, it has a big picture of a karate person that says, kicking for Jesus. But that was really funny. Wait, how does that apply? Are you? I think this? in your breakthrough <laughs> moment, you've got to kick for Jesus. You've just got to bust down the walls for Jesus. For Jesus to be able to move. It's true. You're breaking down some walls in your own heart and your thoughts and... You're allowing God to come in and just restore. That was a stretch, obviously, because no, I, think, I liked it. Actually, it goes I, right into the scripture. I want to say. <laughs> I think they're actually kicking, like, li like literally kicking. Right? No, but but it goes into the scripture, and this is this is Jesus speaking. Yeah. Uh, in John chapter seventeen, in red, in your Bible, uh, in. He says that I do not ask, this is him praying, I do not ask that you will take them out of the world, but that you will keep and protect them from the evil one. And then in verse 16, it says, they are not of the world or worldly belonging to the world, just as I am not of the world. And he's praying uh, to his heavenly father on our behalf. He's making intercession on our behalf. And these scriptures are written down in my journal during a time that I needed a breakthrough in my life. And what I put from this was, I am in the world, but not of the world. I operate out of God's kingdom. Mm -hmm. And Jesus, you know, I, he's doing a karate kick for us. I don't know. Is that too, too, too far? Too much? Yeah, All right. Too sorry. Much. Too much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but whenever I began to study this out, you know, we're in this world, you guys, we're here, but we're not of this world. We've got to have a mindset whenever we finally come to this place of saying, God, I need a breakthrough, that there is a great awakening in our heart that God has a breakthrough for us today. Mm. And Jesus is actually interceding on our behalf, and we don't have to operate from a world standard, but from a kingdom standard. And when he said that um, you will keep and protect them from the evil one, so that word evil means pain, misery, bad, toilsome, malignant, evil one, evil things, wicked things, vicious, worthless. And 
to keep and protect them means that God actually watches over. He guards, preserves. He spiritually will guard and keep intact. That in this world, and maybe I'm starting off on a high note of this type of, I mean, if you're needing a breakthrough for me, I've got to start up here knowing my position as a child of God knowing that whatever the pain I'm going through, the misery, whatever has been bad or toilsome, malignant, whatever has been evil against me, that God is keeping me and protecting me. He's watching over me. He's guarding me. He's preserving me. And he's keeping me intact right in the middle of it. Hmm. Like this was a point where I thought, man, Lord, thank you that uh, that I'm loved by you and you actually want to keep and watch over me. Yeah. And what's one of the first things that the enemy tries to come in and steal or throw thoughts against you? Um, we know fiery darts, we'll call them what they are, is to when you're going through a battle to make you feel alone or that you're not worthy, that you're unloved, um, tries to put condemnation, guilt, pain. <laughs> I mean, you know, it just calls it out of what evil is. And to know that God actually wants to keep and protect me from that, right? that's everything. Yeah, having that foundation and that truth, because that's one of the first things that, that you, you know, it gets robbed from you, that knowledge of knowing that God is, is here and he's wanting to come in and he's pursuing after your heart in the way of saying, hey, I've got what's best for you. So I think obviously this, David in Psalms really exudes all of this to, just to say, when you need a breakthrough, it's not going to all the other things. It's going to him. Um, and by going to him, it's it's every aspect of your life, not just like, you know, one right. moment of the day. It's the entire day. You know, I quoted Smith Wigglesworth not too long ago, and it was, I, I don't pray for longer than an hour and a half, but I don't ever go longer than an hour and a half without praying. <laughs> so it's one of those moments of like all, all day long you're praying. All day long you are you are coming to the Father, and you're seeking after Him. Um, and I, you know, when a breakthrough happens, it's a gut. It's a gut. Or sorry, not when a breakthrough happens, but when you need a breakthrough, like that moment of whatever it is. Sometimes it's just a, a sucker punch. It's a gut punch where you're like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't even see that coming." And it's and sometimes it's a it's accumulates over time too. I mean, little things before you know it, you're like, "Oh gosh, I didn't even know it got here. I didn't even know." I'm like, it's it's overwhelming. It's so um, we've experienced those moments too often. Do you have the revelation that you are, that you belong to God, right? Mm-hmm. Because do you think that sometimes people, they're not talking to God or they are allowing the season they're in to overwhelm them um, because they've simply forgotten? Oh, I think they put God at a distance. Or they blame God. Right, but that's they, a huge thing. They put God at such a far distance that he's—it's not even comprehensible. It's like that. There's no, um, like, as if he's not listening to you or he's not—he's not there for you. And it's so far away that he, that they just—they yeah. have to do it themselves. Well, and I often think of where you know he says, "Hey, draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you." He's already near. You have to be the one, you know. But as you go, as you continue to to recognize that you need his help, that he is your source. Uh, And you know what's cool? Just like these two scriptures for me were breakthrough scriptures. This is where we 
often overcomplicate it, you guys. I was battling a stronghold in my life, and I thought, Lord, I need a breakthrough. And he goes, all right, you need to get in here and see what it looks like to be spiritually strong, to be guarded. And I, even at the top of my notes, I put, I'm not of this world. You know, I'm a new creation in Christ. And these two scriptures, which we've been given a weapon, the sword of the spirit, to combat the fiery darts of the wicked one and to combat those lies and those evil thoughts. And we'll talk more about that in a second. But this was, was everything yeah. to me. And it became a revelation truth. Don't overcomplicate going to God today when you need a breakthrough, right? Yeah, I, I, there's something though within us that when it happens, it there's there's an emotional moment for some reason. I mean, I'll say for some reason. There's all kinds of reasons, but I I just know I've I've been there before, so I know what it feels like. It's like you want to listen to sad music. You want to soak into the, the part of how bad it is. You want people to feel sorry for you. You want to tell your story about that. Like, you want to do all those things before actually going to the Father. And then it hits rock bottom. And then you have to have a breakthrough. And that's, that's it happens all too often. But do you believe that's just your flesh? It is, absolutely. Uh, well, I don't even have to say do you believe that. We know that. That yeah. is your flesh combating against your spirit. You know, the word of God says a strong spirit sustains a man during times of bodily trouble or harm. And one of the first things that the enemy's going to attack is your mind, your emotions. Uh, this is where, when I think of these scriptures of the Lord wants to put a guard over my mind, he wants to help me with my emotions. For me, often what I've battled is that spirit of fear uh, and there is a spirit of oppression that will try to come on you mm -hmm. that you have to make a choice to bind in the name of Jesus and to loose the very power and presence of God in your life. Yeah. And possibly it's not happening because you don't have the knowledge that you have been given authority to do that. Um, or you are in a place where your spirit man is just weak and you need support and help. Uh, or you're just in a position where you have been so bombarded that you're weary, you're tired. Like, you know, when you're at this place, there's so many different points to this. And I'd like for us to kind of talk about what that looks like. So that way, wherever you're at, we can walk through godly solutions for those areas yeah. of what you're dealing with. I think it's the first um, practical thing for you to do when you acknowledge that you need a breakthrough, it's that for those first steps is to go, I need a breakthrough in acknowledging what you had said earlier, which is the foundational of knowing who I am. You have authority over the circumstance. You, can, you go to the one who can make the difference. So that's immediately the first step of acknowledging that truth, that yeah. no matter how hard you're going to try, you're going to fail. You need the plan and understanding from him. So it's going to him and saying, all right, give me this plan of breakthrough. And I think what's happened, I use this analogy kind of maybe too often, but it's the bucket analogy. You've got too many losses and not enough wins. So therefore you're weighing out that this isn't possible. So this that's not true weight and true value. 
you need to recognize the the wins is going to him period so it's acknowledging i i can do this i can overcome these things no matter how steep the you know the incline is that you have to climb or no matter how much there's so many losses or whatever it is it's that no he's going to pull out the victory and you're going to come out victorious so it's acknowledging that truth of knowing what the word of god says and then getting in there and doing it. Right. You belong to the Lord, okay? And you know your enemy. Often when we need a breakthrough, we're looking at people like that's the enemy. You guys, that's the wrong perspective here. The enemy is Satan. We've got to know our enemy because while you're in this good fight of faith, you've got to know who you're fighting against, and it's not an individual. It's the oppressive spirit or it's the attack of Satan on their life, whatever that looks like. You've got to recognize who the true enemy is here. Uh, so then as you begin to walk through this point of breakthrough, you are walking through in the love of God and your heart is staying pure and holy. When you continue in John 17 and verse 17, so this is the third scripture that I went to, it says, uh, Jesus still praying, sanctify them or purify, consecrate, separate them for yourself, make them holy by the truth. Your word is truth. And in my notes, I put separate unto or strip away the world. When I was needing a breakthrough within this certain situation and it involved parenting, I had to first recognize, all right, I belong to the Lord. God, you created me. I'm, and, and you've also... You're keeping and protecting me from the evil one. But then next, God, I thank you that you are sanctifying me, that I am holy. Lord, I want to continue right standing in Christ Jesus of my position in righteousness. I don't want to get off in sin or worry or weights and cares and anxiety. I was dealing with fear. And I love in the scripture he says, sanctify them by the truth that your word is truth. you got to separate yourself from the world. Stop looking up everything the world is telling you to do and go to the word of God. Okay? Can God send you different places for you to get, have wisdom? Sure. Has God used wonderful doctors in my life? Yes. I'm so thankful. But the source of of my breakthrough and the source of my power and strength has, has come from knowing the truth that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Knowing the source of all hope and strength. Yeah. That he's omnipotent, omnipotent God, which means he's the source of all power. That's huge. You guys, maybe we're not having a breakthrough because we've just forgotten of how great God is and that we are not in this world. Right. Or we're not of this world. We, we need to put God Sorry, on our... Sorry, we are in it. We, we are in the world. We need to put God on our problems. And that's where it's so important. And But we can't do it with... Um, while, while we are going through that process, we can't compromise. And that's what uh, I love in the book of Psalm and in uh, chapter 101, which is such a great one. I love this part. It's so subtle but it says, I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. I will be careful to live a blameless life. And then he and then there's a pause. And then you see, when will you come to help me? He is 
in a place where he needs a breakthrough. When will you come to help me? He throws that in there. He says, I'm, yeah. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to sing songs. I'm going to do this. I'll be careful to live a blameless life. And then the dash he puts, when will you come to help me? And then he goes on to say, I will lead a life of integrity in my own home. I will refuse uh, to look at anything vile and vulgar. I hate all who deal crookedly. I will have nothing to do with them. I will reject perverse ideas and stay away from evil from every evil. I will not tolerate people who slander their neighbors. I will not endure conceit or and pride. And it keeps going. But you think about that of when you are at that low part, at the low part where you need a breakthrough, do not compromise. Don't allow sin to creep in. Don't allow these things to add to the hardship you're in. Continue to stay above reproach. Stay up there at that top level of, I'm going to continue to seek after him. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to worship him. So that's really important through a breakthrough. All right, let's give some examples of that. Uh, I'll give a first example. Often, whenever I meet with women that they are separated or walking through a divorce and they've already made a decision that you know, they're, they've made a decision that they are not going to come back together in their marriage. Yeah. I will look at them and say, okay, now is your time. You got to be holy and stay firm in your position of righteousness uh, because Satan is going to try to send a man friend that is not your friend right. to cause you to stumble or sin and it'll take you down a slippery slope. And I can't tell you how many times that... This happens where the enemy immediately tries to come in right in the middle of a point where you're going through something challenging or you're needing a breakthrough. I know for me personally, um, this past week I was needing a breakthrough and I had a couple weird symptoms in my body and uh, you prayed over me and one of the things you prayed was for my mind that you came against that spirit of fear, but for my mind to be at peace and rest because the attack that he sent my way was an immediate attack of fear, mm. right? And uh, you have to resist it in the name of Jesus, yeah. take authority, but it could be like, what are other situations where you think of where the enemy will try to come in and I don't know, tempt you with sin or cause things in like everyday life when you're needing that breakthrough? I think it's, I've always said this. I find that um, I, not, I don't give credit to the enemy to a, to a degree of like, oh my gosh, there's some deity behind the enemy. But I, I think that the world is so corrupt that there's, and especially in today that we live in, there's so many options for more corruption, that everything is available to you. I mean, anything and everything is available. I'm not tempted by, this is my example, I'm not tempted by by chocolate. Like in the sense of like, oh, there's chocolate. Oh, I better not eat it. Like, I don't really care for chocolate on that level. Like even like when I'm at a gas station, I don't look for snacks. I literally am, I am getting gas, I'm using the restroom, right. and I don't care. You, on the other hand, you're like, hmm. All the snacks. Gotta have a snack. So there's like a temptation of like, I gotta have one of those things. So for me personally, I think the world is so corrupt that all of these things are around everyone. So it looks different for each person. Right. So for me, right before I need that breakthrough, right before I knowledge of knowing, even though I have the knowledge, like it's lingering of like, I need, a, I need something to change. I need something. But then it's like heavy. It just, 
it just comes on you and you're super heavy. So then I go, like, right in that moment, my my demeanor changes, which affects my family. It affects you. Um, I want to complain. I excuse me. I want to complain to my my close friends, and not in a way that I feel like I'm trying to get sympathy. I mean, I'm sure there's a part of that of like, yeah, look at me, look at all mine. Wait, so are you saying your temptation comes through your words of a complaining nature? Or your attitude or actions. I'm what I'm. I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that I have. I think with my breakthroughs, or the, gosh, I keep saying it. I keep messing it up here. The the hardship. Let's call it the hardship before I need the breakthrough. Where it's like I need a breakthrough through this hardship. There's a hard part here. I need a miracle. I need a sign. I need a, a plan from God. I need something to get me through this. The temptation to want to stay there, because that's what we're asking, is the temptation to stay in the hardship or to... Has that hardship been your new normal and you're comfortable? You've become comfortable with that place. Or to even... Let me finish that thought, though. The hardship is... Or to make it harder. Either to stay in the hardship or to make the, the hardship harder so that you just fall flat on your face. Okay. Some people live with a spirit of infirmity where they always just complain about everything in their body and they're constantly finding everything's so negative they need a breakthrough but yet they're so uh they become so familiar to being bound with that 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 becomes their new normal yeah so i think a lot of times the good friends that i have that are surrounding me and that's what i gosh if you continue to read psalm 101 this really helps Uh, and it says in verse six i will search for faithful people to be my companions yeah. So faithful people that are surrounding me to say, hey, I've got you. I'm going to pull you out. And uh, to tell me, hey, you're, you got this wrong. Like what, how you're approaching this or how you're thinking this through, you might want to reevaluate. And I know they love me enough that I'm not offended by what they say. So then I go, all right, it's hard. But then I go, okay, I, you're right. I need to get out of this funk. So I get out of it. So again, the temptation is to stay in it, and those temptations are the emotions that you would feel, the getting people to feel sorry for you. The temptation could be that you get into substance abuse. I don't, I don't fall into that trap. You believe you're in. You believe you're of the world. You've yet to be kingdom minded. Right. Yeah. Right. You, yeah, That's yeah. exactly what Je- why Jesus prayed that for us. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Because you've fallen into that situation. I've got two good examples that go along with all of this, of what you're just saying, of needing, of having faithful people. Uh, The first, and this goes with your example of the chocolate, you're not tempted by chocolate, but let's say that you're needing a breakthrough physically and you feel like you keep failing in your health walk, whatever that health walk looks like. Mm -hmm. Uh, Having accountability partners, knowing the Holy Spirit is your greatest accountability partner. Whenever I was 19 years old, I was diagnosed with severe stage three endometriosis, and I started a health journey at the age of 19 when I was eating like Totino's pizza rolls every night and, you know, rice aroni, right? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> but I, I, I didn't feel good. Where the scar tissue was, was located a large portion around my colon. So I had to change the way I ate. And during that time, this was, gosh, 22 years ago or 23 years ago, whatever it was, long time ago. 
gluten-free wasn't popular. Dairy-free wasn't super. All of these frees weren't really popular at the time. Yeah, and it was very it. expensive. Yeah. And I remember going to God, needing a breakthrough because I looked sick. I didn't feel, I was sick. Okay. And this was a part of my breakthrough plan that God had for me. He sent me to a wonderful doctor who's a spirit-filled believer. Uh, and I went before the Lord and I said, God, I really need help. I feel like just like David said, God, I really need help. And what the Lord ministered to my heart was the Holy Spirit is your helper and he's the best accountability partner you can have. And this was my specific prayer. I prayed, Lord, change my taste buds yeah. to like these foods. Yeah. Because I'm pretty picky individual, and I needed my taste buds to change and to have this real desire to want to eat this way because I knew that God God told me to. Like I knew in time of prayer and that breakthrough of going to Him, He gave me a plan. I wanted to stick to it. So my encouragement, I hope I'm a faithful friend to you right now, but recognizing that you have, one, Jesus who's closer than a brother. You have a friend in Him, but He's given you the Holy Spirit who is the best accountability partner you could possibly have. And I believe if you ask God for it, he will also bring you other accountability partners to come alongside of you with that physical breakthrough. So that's my first example. Anything you want to add to that? Because no, I think we're getting, I think what we're taught, there are three levels of, of, or three separate moments of breakthrough that we're dealing with. And I think it's the, it goes with the, the body, the mind, which is the soul and then your spirit. Yeah. The three breakthroughs. Yeah. So you're talking on the level of the body breakthrough. You're having a struggle. That affects your soul. It does. Absolutely. And also, but here's the thing. Your spirit man's the real you. Maybe yep. you're having a hard time and breakthrough with your body because you have yet to strengthen your spirit man and commit this to the Lord. Yeah. It starts. Yeah. You, I'm so glad you said that. It starts from the inside out. It has to start from the spirit man. This goes back to John 17. Once again, these three scriptures, okay, this is life. This is everything. Yep. Uh, and you say, well, how, how can you say that? All right, let me give you a scripture to encourage you of why I can say this. In 2 Timothy, in chapter 3 here, verse 15, it says, But you have been taught the holy scriptures from childhood, and they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. Then he goes on to tell us about scripture. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. We serve God who's full of goodness and his mercy prevails, and he has a grace for your season today, and he's given you this good word to equip, to correct, to encourage, to bring life, that these three scriptures for me out of John 17 were such a point of breakthrough mm -hmm. that now, I wrote this in 2018, years later, I'm bringing it up in this podcast to you because it, it became a revelation truth in my life. Yeah, You guys... This is where we've got to recognize just how valuable one word from the word of God is and, uh, and to hold fast to that truth, right? Yeah. So the next example. Uh, this week, I had some symptoms. I needed to go to the doctor. I chose to go to the doctor, use wisdom. And I had a moment where I didn't want to go to the doctor. Uh 
I thought, I don't really want to go. I don't know. Maybe you're like that. You don't really want to go. And I was talking to my mom and she said, Anna, you are full of faith and you're going into that doctor's office full of faith. And I needed to have her faithfulness encourage God's faithfulness in my life. And I go, you're right. I am. And I walked in there in faith and I walked out in faith and I'm so thankful for people in our lives that come alongside of us and say, hey, God's doing a work. Go, go. Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace, right? It's just like Jesus yeah. speaking that word. Um, and in Matthew chapter 12, uh, here in those scriptures, I've got verses 34 through 37 to read. But this is where we began seeing what it looks like with our words. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, or out of the overflow, the superabundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. I pray today that we're speaking to your heart. Yeah. So then it's going to change your words to where you realize if you've got to go to the doctor today, you're going in faith in Jesus' name. You're going to get in the word of God and you're going to look up healing scriptures. Why? Because you need to allow the Holy Spirit to... Come in and build your faith up. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of, of God or the works of Christ Jesus. You need to get in and build your faith up so you're speaking life over your situation and not death, recognizing you belong to God and he is keeping and protecting you from the evil one. You're sanctified by truth, that you are holy, that God's word is the truth in your life. But then also that God's going to send you faithful friends, or maybe you need to be a faithful friend to someone else that right. needs a breakthrough. What have you been speaking to your spouse? Does your spouse need a breakthrough? Do you need, you know, have you been encouraging them in the truth of God's word? Or are you being a discourager? Do you have a child that needs a breakthrough? One of our children, he battled severe anxiety to the point we, we had church down at the cinema at that time. Um, for those that might, you might be watching new, you don't even know us. We pastor Trailhead Church in Graham, North Carolina, and we are so thankful So we had portable church in an old cinema, downtown Graham, for a substantial season. And Colton was battling separation anxiety to the extreme. The way our kids' church set up, you had to check your kids into this... uh, Storefront. Yeah, storefront. And then you were in the cinema, but there was a sidewalk open to the street in order to, you know, go that way. So I'm in praise and worship one Sunday... Colton had broke free from that kid's church, ran down that sidewalk into that sanctuary uh, because he was losing his mind. (laughs) And these are people, we're the pastors, we're there. You know, he needed a breakthrough. I remember going to you, which you're preaching every Sunday, and Sundays for our family, you know, at that season I was doing a lot of behind the scenes because it's just what it looked like. I needed a breakthrough. I needed help. He needed help. And I remember going to you going, I really, I need help. Mm -hmm. I need you to step in and help me with this on Sundays. Uh, And you did. Uh, And we began to walk through that breakthrough process with him. But a part of that was recognizing that he had been battling. I needed to know the root of it. Do you remember what the root was? Mm -mm. He had had a teacher pass away um, from cancer. And I remember him asking me what was going to happen with her children. Oh. 
Uh, and he was afraid that something was going to happen to us. Oh, I didn't realize that. I don't remember that. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. But I began asking the Lord, Lord, what's the root of this? Yeah. And then help good. us to combat this with the word of God uh, in prayer and strengthening and encouraging. Lord, whatever this looks like, yeah. we need a plan for and, a breakthrough. And I'm glad you bring that up because the, the Holy Spirit will reveal to you those things that have, have a hold on your brain, like have a hold on your mind. And... And, it, and again, you don't realize it. You just, you kind of forget some of those instances. Um, and, and then you, you yeah. form behaviors. And then you act it out. So that's why it's important to have a firm foundation with the Holy Spirit, and with your spirit man, so that you will be able to pluck out those things that you believe in your mind and then begin to act on them in the, in the natural. So that's why it's, it's really important. Okay, yeah. you guys, there's scriptures you've got to read. Um, Romans 12, 1 and 2 talks about renewing your mind, knowing God's will for your life. Uh, also in Colossians chapter 3, where he talks about putting our mind on Christ. Um, in verse 2, it says, Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Yeah. Then he goes on to explain what those things look like. But I love, if you continue reading in verse 16 of Colossians 3, it says, Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Are you allowing this message, the message of Jesus Christ, the word of God, fill your lives richly? Yeah. Richly. Are you recognizing, have you, have you had dumpster thoughts? Trash bin thoughts. This is something that I've had to, especially if you've battled an oppressive spirit, a spirit of fear, if you've gone through, if you're battling a spirit of infirmity, things that you're just constantly, you know, or anxiety. Uh, well, this really goes with anything. Condemnation, guilt, shame, any type of battle you're trying to overcome, feeling unworthy or like a failure. Often you repeat these thoughts over, you have the mind of Christ. You have been given the mind of Christ. You have got to take those thoughts into submission in the mighty name of Jesus and put your thoughts on heavenly things. Yeah. We're in the world. We're not of the world. So you have to be kingdom minded. Read Colossians three. Uh, I love if you continue reading verse 16, it says, teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And then whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. He gives us a plan. Well, it's interesting because that Paul writing to the Colossians, it correlates right back to Psalm 101. I will sing of your love and justice, Lord. I will praise you with songs. Though That was the first start. It didn't say, it did not start with, when will you come to help me? It was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I will start with singing praise and seeing that you will come and help me. I think for me personally, so the personal takeaway when I need a breakthrough, what do I do? Acknowledging that it's down, it's at the point of I cannot do this without him. Then my moment of acknowledging is I'm going to get in and I'm going to find that time of separation from whatever it is. There's nothing that's going to supersede yeah. my time to be with God. So I will get alone with him and it may be for, it may be hours, it may be 30 minutes until I have the peace 
So I literally will go to battle in prayer and in singing and song and dancing or whatever the case may be. Um, I call it punch dancing sometimes. Um, I'm kicking for Jesus. Karate kicking for Jesus. <laughs> so it's that moment that I go, I'm going to get this breakthrough and I'm not going to leave this room until that happens. And the breakthrough is really the knowing Yes. That God's going yes. to do it. He is protecting and keeping you from the evil one, that you are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Listen, Sunday mornings at Trailhead Church, uh, I take victory laps if I need to. I am getting my flesh under and refuse to allow Satan to have a stronghold in my life. I pray that you wake up today to the victory that you have in the mighty name of Jesus and that you realize your flesh isn't the real you. Your spirit man is the real you. And for those that go to Trailhead Church that listen to this podcast, uh, Sunday at church, I want you to praise. You give God a sacrifice of praise and yeah. thanksgiving, okay? If you're coming in in a battle, don't you stand there and get all sad and sappy. You get in and give a shout of praise Jehovah Nisi is the Lord, your banner. You get in and begin to rejoice. Yep. It doesn't just happen at church on Sunday as well. You don't have to have music in your home to do this. This is simply praising God with a new song, a heart of thanksgiving of God. I thank you right in the middle of this mm -hmm. battle, Lord, I'm going to praise you right in the middle of the storm. God, you are faithful. God, you are for me. You're not against me. You begin to speak out the very word that you've placed in your heart that is uh, building your faith up and stirring your faith up by the spirit of God. So as you do this, you're, you're speaking out words of power and authority in the name of Jesus, yeah. knowing you belong to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Giving it to him, going to him. There's no better thing you can no, do. No, we're going to dance. So. We're going to shout. We're going to rejoice. Yeah. And even this week, I had a moment whenever I was dealing with those symptoms that I was downstairs in our living room, and I just began to jump and dance and shout. And you say, well, that's silly. I don't care. I'd rather look silly and foolish to this world, but get before God and surrender myself knowing that he is God and he is great and greatly to be praised. Yeah, Nothing's too big for you to ask. Nothing is too big for him. You need to place this before him. He's, he's wanting to come in and deliver you. He's wanting to come in and love on you. He's wanting to come in and supply your needs. He says all of that in his Bible. He does not want to withhold these things from you. So go to the Father, seek his face in all that you do. Yes, a great psalm about the Word of God. If you need some scripture to read this week, Psalm 119. Uh, I, it's long, but it's good. Yeah. And it has so many great scriptures. Colossians 3. I'm going to give you a couple more chapters. Romans chapter 8. Phenomenal. Hebrews 11 and 12 will stir your faith up, all right, and give you a picture of people through the Word of God that also went through battles that right. God brought them out victorious. Once again, you got a weapon, but our Psalm, you gave them Psalm 101. Correct. And then of course, our original chapter that we started with is John chapter 17. We're giving you all kinds of word to get in and speak out and study out, write it out, place it in your heart, meditate on it. And I hope this has encouraged you. Uh, I needed this today yep. just to encourage me. It's time to get your breakthrough, make it happen. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Share, like, all that good stuff. Share with your friends. Visit our website at www. 
thejourneytogether.com. Share it, please. We just want people to get to know uh, who they are in Christ Jesus. That's the whole point of all of this. So, Yep. We love you guys. Have a great day. Bye.